Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir. Fergie's about to jump on, and we get into not only the bets for this week. We discuss the Dallas Laker game. We discuss. We have four games this week, um, and then we get into a little discussion about potential players that might get statues outside of a stadium in the near future. We get into that and much, much more. Listen in. Chilling, chilling. Um, I was just reviewing the games tonight, and we can get into that. But before we do, uh, you went three for three last week. As it should be. And uh, so <laughs> you're back at you're $75 above where you started, 10075 That's right. I won one game. I won the Utah game that you did, but I bet 200 on that one. And I lost 200 against the Laker bet against Dallas. And then I lost against uh, Boston. So I lost 100. I'm at 9,700. Now, we can talk about those games in a second. Um, but first, let's get these bets. OKC at Sacramento. That's going to be a good one. That's on Friday night. Oh, we're going OKC on the road right now. Shea, Gilchrist, Alexander, Jr. the third. He is... <laughs> At an extremely high level, I'm going to say that they're going to go into Sacktown and get the dub for 100. All right. Um, I, I have a buddy who's a Sac fan. I go against just whatever. Um, you know, I will go Sacramento. I go because I feel like losing to the Lakers tonight, they're going to come back and want to uh, redeem themselves at home. So, <laughs> okay, okay, that's a little early to be talking about a Lakers hey, win, but they are up twenty-one eighteen right now. I'm okay. Um, all right, next one is Milwaukee at Cleveland Saturday. That is a very good game because they are within, I think, a game of each other in the standings. Or no, not quite. They're yeah, one game within each other. Who you got? Oh gosh, the easy play is to go with the the good old Bucks since they're uh, you know top team right now. But you know I'm gonna go uh, against the grain a little bit. We're going the Cavs. We're just gonna go for a nice cool 100 on the Cavs. Um, I think they might uh, might be in for a nice little upset special. Okay, I will go against you just to go against you. Um, these okay, so I I actually have four games. So this one it's Clippers at Dallas, Ooh, uh, Sunday. Right. Who, Who you, you got? Who are you taking? Well, you know, uh, see that's a tough one because I yeah I would rather take. Da- I'm gonna pick Dallas. I'm gonna take Dallas for a hundred. I'm also gonna go Dallas for a hundred. I think uh, even though they lost tonight uh, to the Haw- to a, a good Hawks team, yeah. Uh, there were some signs of some other players doing doing a little bit out there. Watched a little bit of the game, um, so yeah, I think Dallas maybe uh, you know trying to find a few more scores. Dinwiddie the last couple of games has been playing uh, playing really well, showing some yep. nice athletic ability. So hopefully his knees and uh, everything are are getting healthy and that he could be that that second scorer that we 
that we traded for. So yo, he put some yammies on the Lakers when they played with last week, and we can get into that one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then the fourth game I have just because since I, every time I throw a Dallas game in there, I gotta throw a Lakers just so you know we can go Clippers at Lakers the following Tuesday. Oh man, the travel is gonna be tough on that yeah. one. So it might be a little. Uh, <laughs> Time difference might be impacting them. I mean, you know I got to go flip show on that one. I think all the stars are going to be playing in that game just because it's probably going to – is it on Sunday, you said? Uh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday, never mind. Okay, so maybe they aren't playing. But still, a crosstown rival, rivalry game, I think all the stars will be playing if everyone's healthy. Um, probably – is the CIF playoffs started yet for high school? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I don't, the more, I, don't, the more, I don't think it started yet, so I think LeBron will probably be playing. Okay. Maybe that might be that might be one of his last ones for a okay. few weeks. So okay. I'm going to okay. save the Clippers for – I'm only going to go for 50, though. 50, wow. Big money right there. Uh, you know, I'm going to take right. Lakers. I'm going to put 200 on the Lakers. Um, okay, now let's get into last week's games. Um, Boston, Brooklyn, pretty much went as planned. Boston is just a better team if they don't have uh, Kyrie or uh, if they don't have KD. That's just that's just how it goes. Um, Dallas Lakers, we were texting back and forth. I think we both agree. The well, first and foremost, the refing all season has been absolutely horrible. From just bad calls to just bad technicals and ejections are just stupid. Yeah, they're just they're getting a little uh, emotional out there. Allowing, yes, I will also say though, the players are just talking way too much and showing disrespect to to the refs. I will say that, and you know, I know the the pay discrepancy is you're talking about a guy making forty million a year versus somebody making one hundred and fifty thousand or whatever they're making. Two hundred, I don't know what refs are making, right. but it's it's peanuts, right, compared to these players. But the disrespect that they show to some of the the referees. You know, one upping them on the on a big stage on national television—that's not cool either. So, part of me understands just from the human element. Somebody's that much of a jerk to you, you're going to call some things against them. You're you're you don't want them to succeed. That's just human nature, right? So, some of these technicals and some of these foul calls. Hey, I I put a little bit on the player to say shame on you for being a dick to that that ref. Maybe it wasn't that night. Maybe it was two two games ago. But at some point in time, these refs are talking. And they know how people are treating each other. So, um, yes, they have been bad. So I'm not going to, you know, take a, you know, take some of the blame away from the refs or, or all of it away from them. But uh, um, I think it goes a little bit both ways. I I mean, on some levels, I agree. But, like, for example, Tatum, I, I don't see him when I watch the games. He's not the guy, like, chirping at the refs I, throughout the game. But, like, he missed a layup and he got mad at himself and he just, like, clapped his hands. But he was facing the ref and they called him a T. I was like, yeah. How are you even like you see he's mad at himself, not at you, not at and and so I don't know. Or like I mean, we both when we were texting Dallas um Laker game, we were both like these like they didn't call something and then they called something when it was ticky tack and then you know it was just like it. I was getting frustrated that game. I mean, Lakers should have yeah, won no, that game. No, you know right, that. Right, I know that. Rightfully so. There were some uh, there were some bad calls, and at the end of the game, you have a. A no-name guy who, hey, he's in the league. So, I mean, he's uh, But he's even fantastic. when they went to overtime, they fouled, they fouled uh, LeBron when he was driving to that basket. The two-minute yeah, warning came back foul. saying that they missed that call. I don't think that was a, I don't think it was a foul. But anyways, <laughs> I think there were a couple others I will agree with you on. 
at that stage of the game, I don't think that was a foul. He's he's throwing his arms up, just creating some sort of contact. That that's not a foul in that situation, in my opinion. If it but, was Luca, he they you'd be like calling for no. the mer- <laughs> EMTs to come re- rescue him, give him CPR, save that man's life. He got no, his arm chopped doing- up. He would have been doing that himself. He is one of the biggest, I mean, my favorite player, but man, does he complain more than anyone. But yeah. I do want to say, disappointing is though from a coaching standpoint to see Darvin Ham not blitz Luca on that last play yep. and double yep. him. They, I, I was watching that in. I think the whole fourth quarter, they blitzed him every time yep. he had the ball at the top of the key and made him give it up. And it was working. He had zero points up until, I think, what one minute to go in the fourth quarter yeah um and he decides a to not blitz him and get the ball out of his hands but then b to not foul him yeah on on the catch i mean the chances of him making one free throw missing the missing the next getting an offensive rebound or even if they extend the game like yeah you gotta be you gotta be better than that you yeah. just there there's no way no excuse that can that you can tell me that makes it okay for him not to double team, run two or three guys at him, make someone else send it to overtime. Yeah. For well, God's no. sakes, with his with his reputation right now, he's gonna make the shot. Yeah. Well, no more more even um, of a reason to foul him is instantly foul him is he was he's shooting like sixty some percent from the free throw line and he was shooting below fifty percent during that game. So why yeah. would you not foul him and just test him to make three free throws? And so, no, that, that was frustrating. He actually blew the game after against 76ers where they had 10 seconds left. He didn't call a timeout. They had two timeouts left. And um, they come down. Westbrook brings it down the side, fumbles it. He should have just called the timeout as soon as Westbrook fumbled it. Westbrook yep. fumbles it, takes gets control again, and then drives to the basket and then just does nothing with it. So Yeah, I mean, um, afterwards they're saying, oh, Embiid was holding his arm. He okay, was. Yes, yes, he was. A, a rifle, he absolutely yeah. was. Um, but to even get in that situation, where's, you know, everybody's criticizing, and I know we can't do it every game. Sure, he LeBron wanted to give Russ a chance, but you got to call a timeout, set yep. something up there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. set something up. And LeBron just standing on the opposite wing during that whole play, A, not even making a movement towards the basket. What happens if the ball gets up on the rim? Yeah. Yeah. Not anywhere yeah. near to get an offensive tip in, yeah. anything. So it's like one of those things where you say, if he's not getting the last shot, what did he do? I mean, yeah. let's just call it what it is. Did he basically just quit on the play also and say, well, I'm you can say that here? he stayed off out of the lane to give Westbrook an opportunity to drive to the basket. If he would have you know, cut to the lane, she's another body in the lane for Westbrook to get around. You know what I'm saying? So like I saw, I, I understand why he, everyone cleared out for Westbrook because that's what he wanted. But then once you fumble the ball, you just got to call a timeout. You had five seconds left. Call a timeout. Run a play. That's plenty of time to run an easy play for uh, you know LeBron to, for a kick out for somebody else to make it. You know, um, definitely. So I think it's that just a, that was a two mismanaged games yeah. in a row. Yeah, both yeah. home games, yeah. both against let's just say both against playoff caliber yeah. teams yeah. Um, that you should have had. Yeah, I mean, and if they would have won one of those two games, they would be. They would be basically tied for 10 seed right now. You know, yeah. um, that's how important these games are, and so that's yeah. why I'm hoping. When you look, when you look back at the at the end of the season, there's yeah. going to be a couple games that are either going to decide, hey, we're in, we're out, yep. and you know, there's plenty of things throughout the season. But you can look back at these two games as, um, you know, potential 
potential reasons maybe they didn't get uh, a seed they want or even yeah out of the playoffs no i agree i agree um i i completely agree and then the utah minnesota game was just a i mean it, it was an actual close game it was a one-point game but i think we both kind of realized that minnesota's go, kind of going nowhere right now until they get cat back yeah. they're going nowhere you know yeah their struggle their struggles have been uh have been pretty bad and uh i don't know i i their their team just absolutely doesn't mesh um on paper, it looks fantastic. Looks like it'll work, but just out there, something about it—they haven't clicked together as a as a four-headed monster out there. Excuse, yeah. I mean, even five, even the fifth. I mean, they got a really talented group on paper. Yeah. Just somehow, it's not uh, haven't been able to put it together. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so interesting how some of these teams just can't put it together. Even like the Clippers, they have a squad, and they're—I mean, they're they're good. They're what they're they're six seed. The 500 team, but like, yeah, that squad you would think you'd be a top three, you know. But have you really seen their team together yet? Well, I mean, you can't because they don't ever, they're always injured, right? But that's what I'm saying either they're injured or they're sitting out. I mean, very, very difficult to get any type of flow with your team. And you know, the NBA man is all about being comfortable in your spots, being comfortable with. You know, they run the same type of plays and the same type of offense. How many times do you see that nice little come off the ball screen, kick it to the opposite wing, and then the guy flies at him, he throws corner, and you have an open three? Like, it's just yeah. for these guys, they need to know who's passing the ball because they got it in their sweet spots. Who's You know, and if you're not doing that with the same players day in and day out, um, it's tough to be consistent. So the Clippers, man, if they're if they're a six seed and turn into, you know, a five, six seed going into the playoffs – with not having their guys, they are going to be a tough out. I will I will definitely say. It's, but, I mean, that's assuming Kawhi comes back and he's playing in the playoffs and yep. PG, same thing. I, I was just going to ask you, do you think Balmer regrets doing the trade? Um, who did, who did they get? I'm trying to remember. They like, got, they, they gave did. up, you know, they gave a bunch of tra- draft picks and basically Shea. Shea and a bunch of you know good players for PG because Kawhi was signing Ryan signing with them, and so I'm I'm just curious because in the last what three years that they've had them, they haven't done anything. They're still not relevant within the league, even like on you know if they're not on ESPN or TNT very often. Um, but everyone's talking about Shea, but no one's talking about Kawhi or PG, right? Well, they can't put them on TNT or ESPN because of the uncertainty of. If Kawhi's going to play, my so point. I, under, I understand that that you, if you're TNT, you're going to put on guys that are historically known to play and to you know for the viewership and stuff like that. But no, I don't think Bomber regrets it. Um, I know you mentioned they're not they're not relevant or so forth, but even to start the season, they're they're one of the odds on favorites to win the championship. Like when season started, they were one of the top four or five teams, you know, and for him. Filling up the that's filling up the arena. That's uh is it getting some that's getting some buzz around. Would town. you go okay they, if, you, if they if, are ahead of the Lakers right now and for the past few years when they're playing head to head, who is winning those games? That's fine. But the difference is when the Lakers make the playoffs, they make a run. Yeah. Clippers when if or if or when they make the playoffs, they're out of the first round. I, I agree. I'm just stating I don't think he looks back at it right now and says, oh, man, I wish I didn't do this. Because 
if he didn't do the trade, maybe he doesn't get Kawhi. No, no, and, that, no. I'm, I'm saying you, you, you kept your young squad and all those draft picks, and you would have two more young players next to Shai, uh, right, Shay, and I think they would be like right now. If someone offered you two tickets, Clippers versus Dallas, Lakers versus Dallas, which one would you go to? Honestly, Lakers, Dallas. You get my point? Yeah. Like, yeah, but that's yeah, but that still doesn't mean that. For what he had the opportunity to do, of course, hindsight, the fact that they haven't won multiple championships since that team formed together, you're going to look and say, what if? But you still had an opportunity to get, at that time, two of the top, let's just call it True. 10 players True. in the league, right? Oh, yeah. 15 players in the league on the same team. So I don't think you can pass that up and, and regret your decision because yeah. if it all comes together right now and they make a run and make it to the Western Conference Finals, I think it is. You know, yeah. it, it, he's going to look and say, hey, it was, it was worth it. And there's no guarantees to anything, man. You have Shea and you have a couple of young guys. What, what, what is that doing for some other teams? Like Minnesota, they have Cat and some young guys, and it's just, you know, it's not working out. So you never know. And Shea maybe, did, maybe wouldn't have blossomed into the player that he is if he wasn't the main guy in OKC, right? If he was just the second option in, uh, in L.A., maybe he wouldn't have blossomed into what he is now. Yeah, you know, I'm just like, um, like, okay, let's go this way. If you had the opportunity to see Clippers, okay, I'll give you this. Clippers, Dallas, OKC, Dallas. Mm, I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. It, that's it all my point. On, just it that alone should guys answer. Are, if the guys are playing. Well, that's the thing. Right. That's my point. Like, I don't know. That's the entire aspect of it all is that like you can't if you are if I was buying tickets to the Clippers, I'm like, well, fuck. I don't know if either of them are playing or one of them is playing like you can criticize the Lakers because LeBron is older. And so he may sit out games or may not come play a game, whatever. And ADs, whatever. Say AD misses a bunch of games. But one of them is always on the court. If one isn't, the other one is. Whereas those two will miss bunch of games where they're both not on the court, you know? Um, yeah, they will. The buzz is still there, though. I don't think it's gone away completely like you're thinking. I, I do think they still have a feeling of championship aspirations, um, hoping to plug all the pieces in, in place in time for the playoffs. So I, I don't think it's as bleak as you're, as you're kind of painting it out to be right now. However, I understand you're – on the regular season, it's garbage. I, I wouldn't buy a ticket because of the uncertainty. Totally understandable. But Balmer does have his sights set on the team gets healthy. We can make a deep run. Now, if they don't after this year, sure, he could totally question what the hell is going on and try to make some trades, try to say, hey, forget it. This isn't working with you playing 30 games a year. Let's blow it up and move forward. And who, who knows who they can get in return? I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's, I was just looking at the contract. So this year, those two players alone combined for $84 million. Next year combined is $90 million, just on those two players. I think the salary cap's at, what, 120 maybe next year? So That's a ton. That's a lot for a guy, two guys that you're averaging, what, 60 games this season, if that? I mean... Lou has been doing a hell of a job coaching those that team. Even though they have a good roster, that's still – you're missing out two very good players, you know? Yeah, um, the fact that you said that they're sixth right now with, with that, uh, still pretty impressive. Now, yeah. I know we we talked about 
a three game losing streak could drop them to ninth or 10th. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're all, exactly. it's a, a log jam for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Jam. You got something for me? Yeah. I was wondering, <laughs> I saw the other day and I'm sure everybody has, has seen this. I wanted to get your take on this with LeBron playing against nine different father son duos uh, over the course of his career. So one thing is, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. It shows how amazing he's been for, for so long. What are you like, damn, man, it's time to move on. Right. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like what, what point in time is this is enough enough where he's like, shoot, maybe it is time to. That he may not be, he may not be as great as he used to be, but he's still probably what shit you can, he's easily top 20 best players in the league. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, it's, like, I, I don't know. I just, I looked at it from multiple angles. Like one, damn, that's, that's crazy to think about him doing this. And I, I can't, you can't tip your cap enough to, to him for staying healthy. Right. For yeah. that many years and be able yeah. to play at such a high level MVP caliber for probably 18 of the 20 seasons. Let's yeah. just call it that. Right. Yeah. Maybe had a couple down years. Um, but when you're, when you're playing with that many, like, of the father son thing, you're like, ooh, maybe I'm getting up there a little bit, and some priorities well, the, change in my life. I don't know. The crazy part is, some of these guys came into the league with him, and were out, and their kids, like the the you know the dad started their careers the same time he did, and they were out of the league, yeah. and there's kids are in like that you know the other like that's the crazy part when like it's Scottie Pippen and then Scottie Pippen's sons like that was the end of Scottie Pippen's career when George, you know when uh, LeBron was like it's different like this dude's dad was like his he was I think the same draft year that like the year before him you know like that's how close they were that's just fucking insane to me that um I mean. Yeah. Shit, he's gonna get there. He's gonna start playing. What, whether you like it or not, it's uh, you know, if he gets drafted, I think NBA you can get drafted this year, right? Right out of high school. I don't or the know next the year. change. I'm not sure. The it's either change, this year. Right? I think it's this. Well, no, he committed to Ohio, so Ohio State. So he's got oh, one did year. He officially commit to Ohio State. I think he committed over the summer to Ohio State. So um, that was the that was it. yeah. Let me ask you this. They just uh, put uh, Dirk's statue outside of Dallas, right? Do you think there is another player currently in in the league besides LeBron that a statue of them will be outside of that, of a stadium? Hmm. You hear what I'm saying? Like uh, Magic, Kobe, um, um, Shaq are outside of Staples Center. Dirk is yeah, obviously, Steph. you know, Steph. 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 Okay. Sure. I actually Steph have a li- – I think there's a couple. I think Steph, I think um, no matter where Giannis ends his career, he'll get a statue outside of uh, in Milwaukee. I think uh, Lillard, I think, will, outside Portland. The question is, should he? Because – where is this? I mean, where's this going? If a guy plays 15 years for an organization, does that mean you put a statue out? No, but I mean, will they? Are they that starved for to have something outside the arena? Well, they don't have Clyde. I don't know. Like they don't have Clyde, they, you know, and yes. he was. So, so maybe they don't, maybe they don't do that. Maybe that's not their, maybe that's not their thing. Yeah. And if he, yeah. if he wins a championship, you know, possibly they put him out of there. But uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Steph, if the Warriors are going to do that with their their new arena and 
and put something out, he would be one, right? With with so, Clay and or Draymond? No, I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think so. I mean, I, what if they win one more? Do you put the three of them together and you have Kerr behind them and have like a, a four piece <laughs> statue? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, don't, I don't then, know. I, then, I, I don't know. What are you gonna do? I, I don't know what the answer is, but like, I mean, they have like, well, the Lakers don't have Pat Riley out there, but they got Kareem and they got Magic and they got West, you know, and so they got the elites. They got the greatest, you know, greatest of greatest. Um, so you, outside. Can't, you can't put Clay then because if you don't have Worthy, if you don't have yeah. Scotty, yeah. Scotty Pippen outside yeah. the United Center or whatever it's yeah. called, you, yeah. you don't. Yeah, you're not going to have Clay yeah. because he's he's a amazing piece to that puzzle and that engine that goes, but no, nah, I mean, Steph he will be out the there engine. with his, yeah. Steph will be with his nice little sweet yeah. shot. He's got there. Would it be, would it be the ball shot and him turning to the crowd or something? <laughs> no, I think it, it would literally just be a pure, like, you know, how a, a form shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that um, would, yeah, that'd be the only other ones I think could do that right now. Okay. Um, I have a game for you. You got a game for me? Let's see it. Nope. Okay. I'm going to give you a player. You tell me what team they ended their career with, okay? Okay. Um, We've done some of these players. I just don't know if you remember or not. Okay, so Jalen Rose. Did he end his career with Toronto, with Phoenix, or the Clippers? Jalen Rose? I'm going to say Toronto. It was Phoenix Suns. Okay, good one, good one. All right, Rashid Wallace. Did he end his career in Portland, Detroit, or the Knicks? Oh, you know what? It had to have been the Knicks. Play with Portland first, then Detroit. I'm going to say he was like on a one-year with the Knicks at the very end. 21 games with the Knicks. Okay. Sean Kemp. Was oh, he? Oh man! <laughs> uh, Cleveland, Portland, or Orlando? Oh my God! Um, bull. Let's go, Portland. No, he did play for Portland, but then he ended up playing one year with a couple of years in Orlando before he hung it up. Dang, is that where he ended his career? Ooh. Yeah. Here we go. Uh. Okay. This one's an old one, so I'll give you credit if you don't know it. Robert Parrish. Did oh, he man. end with the Bulls, Charlotte, or did he go back to Boston? Um, let's call it shit. Let's call it the Bulls. I think he uh I think he messed around with the Bulls for a little bit. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He won a championship with the Bulls in ninety seven. That's crazy. Right, that's great. So, how many did he end with then? Because he had some with the uh, with the Celtics. Celtics only won obviously. three in in what's it called? So he won three, and then he won one. I, th- I think he just ended his career with four. Okay. Um. All right. How about? Um. Ooh. Okay. Um. This one's another old one. Moses Malone. Did he? Houston, Philly, or the Spurs? Let's go with the Spurs. Spurs it is. Big man. And then last but not least, we discussed this one, but I don't know if you remember it. O'Neal. Which O'Neal? 
Shaquille O'Neal, the only O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I just remember Jermaine O'Neal played for like 37 teams. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still playing on someone's bench. <laughs> Probably. I think he's over with Dwight Howard playing in uh, right. in, um, in China. Did he, did he finish with Boston, Cleveland, or Phoenix? Oh, that's the one. Uh, the, 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 oh, crap. I think he went to... Boston at the very end. Very he did. He did. Terrible. <laughs> he Terrible literally energy. played for every team uh, the last like five, six years of his career. He basically bounced from every like two teams a year, basically. So you know, I don't like that. I was talking about that with somebody, you know, with some other sports too. You know, I don't like how people people do that. If he ended their career like one year here, one year here, one year there, just for me He was ring chasing it, at that point. He was I know. Going, you for know. me, it just diminishes like not everything, of course, but it takes away from the way I feel about a, yeah. a Hall of Fame type player. You know, if Brady for football goes to another team right now for another year just to try to do it, to me that sucks. Like I, I don't know. I think he, well, I think Brady is going to stay one more year on you. I feel like everyone's talking that he's going to go to the Raiders. I don't know. What are you thinking? Eh, I don't know. We'll see. Are you a, are you a Brady fan? Not, I mean, I, I respect it. No, I mean, I'm not a huge Brady fan, but. Um, I respect what he did. I mean, shit, yeah. he drafted low and he just worked his butt off, got yeah. an opportunity and never gave that job back. And he won, you know, I mean, that's seven. incredible. Yeah. He won yeah. Seven. Um, uh, I, you want to give me your thoughts about, uh, Mil, uh, not Milwaukee, your other, the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. No, I don't want to give you my thoughts on that because they just folded in the playoffs. And once again, it's just on to next year is our year. That's all I'm going to say. I do have a question. I do have a question, sure. though. I wanted to Don't find out I... your thoughts on this. So you followed basketball for many, many, many years, right? And I know with the Showtime Lakers back in the day, you loved it. Lots of scoring, lots of up-tempo, things like that. With the way the NBA is going right now with the high scores, are you a fan of this 130 to 125 every night? Because every game in the NBA, if you look at the overs-unders, mm -hmm. the line is around 230 points, give mm -hmm. or take a few. Yeah. Some yeah. into the 240s. Tonight, the Lakers game was 244 yeah. for those gamblers that listen to this podcast, if there are any. Um, I just don't – what are your thoughts on uh, – Well, on the, uh, I mean, uh, do you remember who the uh, Clippers uh, announcer was, uh, Ralph Lollard? Yes, if you make it to 100, you win. Or Lollard's win. Law. First team to 100 wins. And you know what? The funniest thing is, I used to say that all the time to Chris. And Chris, and like, after a while, she's like, first team to 100, right? And I'm like, no, no, it's 110 now. First team to 110, you're, you're winning. So Not even just, close now. I mean, these guys are having – it's it, tonight, I think, one of the games, the Dallas game, right? Yeah, and, you know, my Ethan walked into when I was watching it, and it was like, 89 to 88 and it was like four minutes to go in the third still or something crazy and he's like wow there's so many points at this stage in the game and i was like yeah, yeah you're you're right yeah so, uh like for example the first quarter of the laker uh, kings game was 39 to 28 lakers like 39 points in a that used to be a halftime score about 20 years ago you know um i don't yeah. you know i i I, I don't mind it if it's a f good flow in the game. But if there's just constant fouls, free throws, like if it's just like it's a hiccup in the like flow of it, I don't like it. But if the refs just let the game go and you just kind of, you know, they're making shots. You're like, you know, it's more fun when you see high scoring games. But 
sometimes you see these games where it's like, you know, 125 points, but the, what was it? Miami shot 40 free throws a couple of weeks ago. And then yeah. you know, that's a lot. That's 20 fouls at least, you know, that's just yeah. too much after, for me. After, and some of those are after it gets to bonus. So you're yeah. A ton of fouls you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's, I, it's tough. I mean, I love watching, I love watching scoring just like anyone. Right. And the, and the players nowadays, are just so much more talented. Yeah. Right. You watch some of the handles and the step backs and the moves. Granted, a lot more traveling, so it's easier to do some of these things. Yeah. But the talent is has definitely improved. Uh, the skill sets have improved. The athletic ability, things that they're doing out there is incredible. Um, I like a game if there is great offense, but there's still like effort on defense. That that's fine with me. When yeah. it gets too free flowing and you're getting like wide open layups and yeah. wide up and dunks yeah. and just it's like an all-star mentality yep. like i i don't like that so yeah. when you're you getting know, this agree. like 145 to 138 you can't tell me a team is locked in on defense when they're giving up 135 points that's yeah i'm looking crazy. at every team that's won tonight scored above well only one team won is under 120 all the other teams were above 120 yeah it's crazy that's crazy that's crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I think it's also the speed of the game is picked up. So they're not waiting for 24 seconds. They're chucking a shot up within seven, eight ten seconds, you know? So you're getting more yeah. shot opportunities. So defense doesn't settle in. And so there's, you know, back in the day, they still, you know, when Jordan was playing, they would take 24 seconds every single possession, you know? Um, well, the point guards would walk it up. Yeah, you know, um, and so I think that's part of it. But yeah, I, I agree. Like I, the traveling, the, I mean, do you want them to call more traveling? Because that's just going to stop the game. Um, Here's the thing. It's going to take a short-term negative impact. But I do want to see, I would like to see carries being, being called. I, I don't yeah. think it's good for basketball. And then you see at the younger levels and things yeah. that kids are doing, like, I mean, you watch an NBA game every time and almost every guard that dribbles at the top of the key, they yeah. carry the ball every single possession. And it just, I, I just don't appreciate that part of the yeah. game when yeah. you can, of course you're going to make the defense look silly when you can put your hand under the ball, act like you're going for a shot and when he jumps to contest, you then dribble again. That, that's yeah. not allowed. That's not how yeah. people were, you know, raised. I guess nowadays people have been born uh, and, and raised in that era yeah. of basketball. But um, would I, you I rather? Like would you rather have them call the travel or the third step, third, fourth, fifth step? Sometimes. Um, what do you mean? I like at, call that. You know, like when they like instead the of taking the two, step? yeah, instead of taking the two steps like you're supposed to, these players yeah. are taking three steps. Like a couple of games ago, John Rant took his three steps, jumped, landed, and then threw the ball up. You know, I don't. Here's the thing: that one, if I had to choose between the two, I don't mind that one as much. That that third or euro step where you look and you go, "Ooh, that's an in between. Could be a travel." I'm okay with that if you're attacking, moving. It's the one at the top of the key where these guys are dribbling, hand under. It's like 1,001, 1,000, and then they like dribble again, 1,001, and then they're crossovers. Who can guard that? You you just – you can't. Yeah. So yeah. that's the yeah. one I, I yeah. wish that they would uh, start getting rid of. The, the Euro travel is oh, – it's okay. I don't know how to do it. And yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I've tried outside. I can't do that. And but. I think – 
I, I am a decent basketball player that knows the game, and I don't know how the hell they, in rhythm, do that damn Euro step. I mean, I tried it. It is freaking difficult. I mean, that's what the offseason's for, right? Yeah, very true. Very true. I guess I'm not in the lab putting in that much time yeah, on it. <laughs> The couple times I'm out there trying, I look like an absolute idiot, and I'm pretty darn coordinated. It's you just, are. It's wild. You right? know what? So, the, I speaking mean, of that, talent. you know, I feel like I'm fairly decent. I'm an okay coordination. The moment that I was truly just like, okay, I have no rhythm whatsoever. Have you ever done a spin class? Uh, on the bike you're talking about? Yeah. That yeah. Type of, yeah, yeah. I, I did one where the instructor was a dancer. And so she was making you do upper body dance moves while you were pedaling. Dude, I almost tipped over the fucking bike like multiple <laughs> times. I could not catch the rhythm. If if you put a gun to my head, you would have blown me away. Because I would have just like instantly fucked it up. I could Isn't not it funny catch funny how when, when you get into the space of other people's craft, how silly you can be if you don't know that that life or that lifestyle it's, it's wild and the most embarrassing part was she knew i was I, I, like i was a cyclist so she put me front and center <laughs> i was it was the most embarrassing i was like i walked out and just put my head down and just walked out i was like everyone behind <laughs> me is watching this the goofball look like a um just not at all coordinated i just looked so not I don't like I look oh. like I should never be on a bike ever again. So I wish we had video of that. <laughs> I'm glad there's no special thing. Oh. But anyways, thank you all for listening. We will be back next week. Hopefully we got a couple of Laker wins and clipper losses. Ooh, and um, I don't know about that. We will see y'all next week. Peace.